1: Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Bharati Ryan Huang. Let's take a look at headlines investors will be paying attention to this morning.
0: Yes, and of course, uh, no prizes for guessing that Russia and Ukraine feature right at the top. What's the latest, Ryan? Yeah, let's start with some good news first. So it looks like, if you look at it, glass half full. There is some progress in the talks between both sides. So, Ukraine and Russia had a second round of talks. So, there was some limited progress and on that front, there is an an agreement to set up a humanitarian corridor. So, this is good news because it means for civilians, they have an option on the horizon for them to escape without all the threats of fire or all the hostilities. So it's going to be setting up a safe passage for them to get out of the danger zone.
1: Mm, Okay, so we see a lot of things happening including more sanctions being put and there's a piece on CNBC which talks about how Russian billionaires have lost 80 billion so far and that amounts to about a third of the wealth of Russia's 20 richest billionaires in recent weeks
0: Yeah, it does look like um, this could be in response to all the sanctions just putting more pressure on Russia and you pointed out the sanctions from the US and the latest is around the Russian oligarch and their family members And also we've seen another round from the European Union That was last week and last night as well The UK putting out more sanctions Among the targets was the press secretary for Vladimir Putin So you are seeing those restrictions just getting tighter around Russia
1: yeah, uh, they're reacting, of course. I mean, some of these, especially the UK situation. <laughs> there's uh, Alicia Usmanov, who is a part owner of Everton Football Club. We already see Roman Abramovich, who's the owner of Chelsea, uh, looking to sell the club. Uh, and fun- funny enough, this guy has been living in, in England for like 20 years. Mm. But it's not going to be, he has come out to say, it's not going to be something that's fast track. They're going to go through the proper processor.
0: So uh, there's fear for more sanctions. Yeah, it does have very interesting implications for all these sectors because you might know for many years we've had some of the clubs, the football clubs, just enjoying the the successes of yeah. the fortunes of yeah. these tycoons being bank bankrolled by these tycoons. So yeah. who knows where it goes from here and how it might affect the future for the clubs for sure. But Russia's aerofloats floats future is also expected to be affected. What's going on there? Yeah, that is really hanging in the balance because uh, you've got um, Saber. That is an airline software is used by pretty much almost everyone across the world to sell tickets to just coordinate all the uh, airline details when you buy uh, airline tickets. So that is now cutting off Russia's Aeroflot. So it just makes it so much harder for the country's largest airline to sell tickets to be on the system. So if you are trying to get in or out of Russia, by Aeroflot, it is going to be very, very tough right now.
1: Hmm. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about how the EU is going to tackle the issue of the gas uh, supply that they get from Russia.
0: Okay, so this has been one of the major issues around the entire situation where, uh, of course, Russia supplies a huge amount to the European Union. In fact, around 43.4% as of the latest count in 2020. The second place supplier is Norway at 20%. So you've got that now in focus because Europe's energy chief is saying hey, they are prepared to cut off supplies from Russia if needed. They are prepared to do so. They have contingency plans and they are not worried if Russia holds them ransom in terms of gas supply. So, that is a very key step because it shows that they are committed to just... um, swallowing anything that comes or taking it in their stride in terms of high energy prices. Yeah, let's hope those contingency plans are sound enough. But here's someone else making waves. Anonymous, they are offering Russian soldiers £39,000 in Bitcoin if they surrender their tanks. That is What's roughly $50, 000 U.S. dollars So you've got the war as well intensifying in cyberspace. So the Russian, or rather the hacktivist um, Collective, has now turned their sights to Russian soldiers. So they are saying if they surrender themselves along their tanks, they will be rewarded with Bitcoin. So it looks like um, that is something that could maybe um, go somewhere, but we'll see if anyone takes it up. But it's after they... <laughs> I think, um, according to Ukrainian media reports, amassed more than 1 billion Russian rubles. That's around 10 million US dollars. So they are using part of that, I guess, um, treasury or war chest to offer a bit of a reward on that front.
1: All right. Uh, from that, let's uh, move on to talk about China. They, of course, have come under some criticism for their COVID zero policy, Hong Kong as well, for following China's uh, methods there. But what are we seeing in terms of this uh, report that's come out? Uh, I think it was just yesterday.
0: Yeah, so we've seen China really sticking their guns when it comes to the zero COVID strategy. So whenever there are some signs of things know, just spiraling out of control, they will lock down the city or wherever they need to lock down. So it looks like going by a recent report, Beijing may be thinking about exiting that very strict COVID-0 policy. And they, of course, are pretty much the last ones to have that type of policy. So you are looking at the reaction in markets just seeing a bounce on Thursday. So if you look at a Bloomberg gauge of Macau gaming stocks, for example, that saw their biggest gain in over um, two weeks, up 3.4% restaurants also enjoying a bounce, airlines, of course, and all the things to do with tourism, hospitality. Um, So overall, you we are looking at a um, possible revival in Chinese markets because they have been slumping for quite some time. And this could be some good news for traders to just take a lead on and maybe think about getting back in.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they're, they're willing to follow what everyone else around the world is doing in that
0: sense. Mm, and that is also spilling in terms of optimism into neighbouring countries oh, okay. like Thailand because uh, this could mean more Chinese tourists going to elsewhere. Right. So, mm. of course, um, Thailand is a major tourist destination. So they are seeing in terms of the time, but uh, a bit of a gain as well, up 1% versus the US dollar. So that is the biggest advance since October. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.